today's fun episode firstborns are smarter intrigued well today is all about siblings and specifically our experiences as the older siblings of our families one day we gals realize that all of us are all the oldest of our families and decide to talk about this issue talk about the pros and the cons being the oldest it struggles with this title as well as digging deep in the meaning of what the older sibling syndrome is we hope this episode can refresh some good memories of those who have siblings and make you guys laugh and relate to some of the points we're going to bring up. So let's wait no more and just dive in. Okay, so just as Angela mentioned in the intro, the three of us turn out to be firstborns of our own family. To start off, let's talk a little bit about our own siblings and the age difference between us. So in my case, I have a younger sister and we have an age difference of six years. And yes, for me, uh, I have a younger brother and our age difference, we're only a year and a half apart from each other. Mm, okay, I guess we're going rapid fire. So for me, I have two younger brothers, two years of difference for the older one and four year difference for the youngest one. Yeah. Oh, so like, I guess our family dynamic is a little bit different, despite being yeah. firstborns. Yes. Two of us. Okay, that's interesting. Well, because both of you have brothers. So hmm. I wonder if like, it is the case with you. But recently, uh, my sister right now, she's like her senior year in high school. And recently, we've been having a lot of calls. I'm just wondering if that happens with you, you know, since you guys have brothers, I don't know how much you guys talk. But in my case, my sister has really talked to me a lot oh. these days. We would have calls. Sometimes these calls would be like one hour, even two hours. And what I realized just recently was most of the time I've just been listening to her talk about her problems. So one hour, maybe about, you know, 90% of the time I'll be listening to her problems, you know, with what she's facing at school, the pressure and all that. And then the funny thing is after she finished sharing all her problems, she'd eventually say, oh, uh, what about you? You know, my <laughs> older sister, how are you doing? <laughs> like enough about me. <laughs> And then I realized, oh, wait a minute, like I haven't spoken about myself the whole entire course. So I don't know, it made me kind of feel like, you know, I'm giving her an affordable therapy, you know, free therapy for her <laughs> yes. each time she calls. I haven't spoken to her in person for so long. It's always great to get a call from her. But I do realize that maybe she's getting therapy for me <laughs> as her older sister. So mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the case with you guys. Hmm. I mean, I guess in my end, there's not much affordable therapy going on between my brothers and I. <laughs> it's more of we have this kind of different relationship where it's my brothers are my younger brothers. So it's just that like our relationship is very immature. I play pranks on him. We make fun of each other. That's the norm. So we don't have much of like the deep conversation conversations it's more like casual like light conversation with each other and just like a quick catch up on what you know what's happening in our lives mm -hmm. yeah not much affordable therapy I would love one 
overall within my relationship between my brothers it's just simply a relationship of an older sister who's taking care of her younger brothers that's probably it and that's probably gonna be it for the future to be honest but yeah so is it like babysitting half of the time yeah. <laughs> it's like me trying to give wisdom to them but then they take it as like I'm such an oldie that you know they don't even <laughs> listen to me at all so it's so funny that you mentioned something about wisdom because my brother and I we have a relationship where he viewed me as this wise owl and then he thoroughly appreciate my wisdom and when he really wants to like open up I completely just settle and I listen and I project as much of knowledge and life advice as I can okay for example one day he was really just looking at thing that he was doing I can't remember the task but he was looking at this task very negatively and I just told him Brandon you know my brother's name is Brandon um so I was like Brandon just shift your perspective man just view that task look at that glass half full instead of half empty now this is the most cliche saying ever right Uh but at that moment in time he was like oh my god Angela that was genius I was like, thanks. But (laughs) but to be honest, I saw that saying through a poster in art class in seventh grade. And that was like my head. But like, honestly, I was like, all you need to do is shift that perspective. Don't Mm -hmm. view that task so negatively. Just change your perspective on it. And that simple statement just completely changed his mind. And besides my cliche statements, I sometimes even shock myself in providing raw and uh, one of a kind statements. Like I can't remember now, like if you ask me, oh, what kind of statements you provide? I can't think on top of my head. I just really have to get in that mood, get in the vibe of Mm -hmm. like, yes, I'm this old owl, not old owl. Wait, wait, wait. I'm more like, (laughs) I don't know. Sometimes I get so passionate that like words start spurring out that Mm -hmm. I didn't even know I had in me. Angela brings up a good point of giving wisdom as the eldest child, right? I don't know if you guys have heard of this phrase called older sibling syndrome, where by definition, it means firstborn children are thrust into a leadership role from the time they gain a younger sibling. Uh, That spells decades of at-home leadership experience, which at times could be plain bossiness. They like to be in charge. Do you guys have any thoughts on this definition? And do you guys relate to it at all hearing you give the definition for like older sibling syndrome it kind of reminded me of uh, the song that I, I've been recently listening to it's from the movie Encanto I don't know if you watched it but for those who have and those who are older siblings you definitely will feel very very connected with one of the songs called Surface Pressure there was a song that was sang by the older sibling in the movie mm-hmm. and I heard from news articles and a lot of like comments given online they were saying like the song is a national anthem for older siblings and there's a reason why because the lyrics in there okay I can pull that up and just read to you I'm sure you might feel like a lot of connection with these words so surface pressures on the surface it looks all fine but actually you feel a lot of pressure and one of these lyrics were like pressures like a tick tick it's always ready to blow give it to your sister your sister's stronger see if she can hang on a little longer who am I if I can't carry it all amen yes yeah Yeah, like who are we if we can't carry these burden right this one really gets me it's like pressure that will tip tip you just go pop 
give it to your sister. It doesn't hurt. And see if she can handle every family burden. Watch as she buckles and bends, but never breaks. No mistakes. Mm, yeah. You know, after you read that lyric, it sometimes just like hits you. It's like a ring. Because like no one can understand except eldest sibling. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, reading the lyrics made me realize I have that. But like, if you ever ask me what it's like being an older sibling, that wouldn't come to mind at first. Yeah. But the lyrics I read is like something we all know as older siblings. You're always given this pressure. You're kind of expected to do well. And you're not even allowed to make mistakes. Like mm-hmm. you feel that pressure. So I guess that's also the older sibling syndrome thing about being that role model that able to be perfect in the eyes of the younger sibling. Mm. Hearing Cindy's reading the Akanto lyric, especially the last example, it really just like tugged on my heart a little. I was right? like, I was about to cry, but I did not. <laughs> First one really spoke to me in terms of the pressure. Give it to your sister. Like in terms of that example, something that I can relate to was like, I always had to be the one that had to deal with the parents. I always have to be the broker if we're putting mm-hmm. it into like stock terms mm-hmm. between my brother and my parents. Any uncomfortable situation that my brother did or if he got trouble or like he really does. But like if he wants to bring up an issue that he feels uncomfortable talking about, he would usually go to me and then I will translate his message to my parents. But not only that, I just want to mention that anything else, like all decisions that need to be made that would change the family dynamic, all like dentist appointments, doctor's appointment. Oh my God, I have a story to tell. I was the one that booked all our dentist appointments, that booked all our yearly doctor appointment, that when I'm in, in Shanghai, I don't know if I could say this, but like, I'm just going to say anyways, my brother has not visited a dentist for a year and a half, and he's supposed to do it every six months. But because I'm not there, he just never bothered to call because... Nobody wants to call my family. And he also has never visited the doctor for a year and a half. So imagine my presence in the family. Yeah. <laughs> you play yeah. a big role. Oh I play a big role. But sometimes I just want to tell them that I'm I'm human too. Like I also want somebody else to take some burden off of me, you know? Like I want somebody to take some task off of my plate, you know? Yeah. Um, I definitely get this big role as the eldest of the family because I feel like every any information it like filters through you so whatever goes to your parents it filters through the eldest and then whatever the parents want to communicate with the children it always filters through us as well yeah I agree with that you know pressure of having to be like the role model and the person people look up to and stuff in some degree I did feel that kind of pressure but nowadays I feel like the kind of point of view changed for my family because they already saw <laughs> how I'm not perfect <laughs> I make mistakes often. Certain stuff like, I don't know, the ways of taking care of myself and way you navigate through life. I think they can put that on me because, you know, some things I can handle, I'm okay with. But certain stuff, they know that I also have trouble handling. So they're just like, eh, you're also a human being. Like, what do you know? So I think as of now, I don't feel that much of a pressure, but I do agree. I did sense a little bit of that when you're in high school and when you're like living with your siblings. So it's kind of like a different mentality that they were in. I think my case as well. It's like recently, I don't feel that as much as it was when I was a student. During that time, I really felt that difference between the older sibling expectation and the younger one. But nowadays, I mean, society and she's, you know, back home still studying and everything. I guess now I get the opposite. Like I get teased these days for not being perfect. (laughs) I don't 
know how to explain it. But for example, like, you know, I would tell her, oh, hey, I got a new job, but recognized for this thing that I wrote, for example, instead of being like, oh, appreciating, like, oh my God, you're so amazing or something like that. Now I'm not getting that response. I'm getting the opposite. My sister would be like, like, what did the company see in you? Like, how did you get that report? (laughs) You're not perfect. You have so many flaws. I can't believe someone would see you good or perfect. Mm -hmm. It's like now, I don't know, I guess kind of brushed off that whole perfect role model thing. And now it's like, we we can joke about this. It's kind of fun. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like, you know, I, I do wish my sibling would like show a little bit more respect. Like, <laughs> please <laughs> believe that I do. I am capable. You know, I am trying to be a good role model here, even yeah. though there's no longer that pressure. But yeah, it's <laughs> please like, don't yeah. trust me. <laughs> it's like, I'm trying, you know, just see that I'm trying my best. And so funny, like this is completely different from me. Like my brother never teases me. He showers me with praise. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so great sometimes because I need it. And like my confidence needs it. If I'm doing something well, he's like, wow, I wish I can be like you. And I wish I can have your motivation. I was like, oh, why? Thank you. Here (laughs) here are the ways you can be like me. I always be like, okay, if, if you like what I did in this situation, I would always give him feedback. I will always give him the steps so he can achieve it. Yeah, he rarely teases me. So I don't know what it's like to tease tease that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know because I'm showered with praise. (laughs) But I wanted to just like ask you guys, do you guys remember like when you first realized that you have a sibling as a kid? Right. Because that's one thing, I guess, movies or any books you read, you'll never be able to understand unless you really have a sibling yourself. And that is like having a sibling that concept really doesn't get to the kid's mind at first I know there was like some special cases but I wasn't one I didn't know like I didn't see them as a sibling I just saw them like oh this is what you call a younger sister but I didn't know what it meant to have a younger sibling for example looking after protecting them um, being responsible for them. I had no idea what that meant I was so selfish I saw them as like stealing my parents attention from me that's what I saw mm-hmm. so I was very like annoyed with this existence baby existence that came into my life I would like fight with her for my toys so I guess that sibling concept was very difficult for me to get mm-hmm. and it was I think around second grade when she entered like nursery then I started feeling like oh you know she and I like we were family because I would have to go pick her up at the nursery and realize oh we're one family we have to go back home together <laughs> yeah so that's when I felt oh there was that sense of responsibility and then slowly over time like now we're siblings yeah I guess at the time I really really didn't get it and I actually wanted an older sister which my parents couldn't uh they were just like oops uh we can't do that how about a younger (laughs) sister younger brother (laughs) yeah I wanted to be protected I wanted to be the one who was the youngest but I didn't get that so a pity yeah similar to Cindy like my realization was when my mom will always be like look out for your brother like make sure he comes home with you or holds his hand while crossing the street those were the moments where I really feel like oh yeah I'm the older sibling he is not just another human being living in the same household and (laughs) I have responsibility like I am responsible for him if my parents aren't around and in a way like my younger self always viewed this as a baggage on myself like Mm. oh I have to take care of somebody because when you're young all you can think about is yourself exactly yeah you just want to be like me 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 and when there's another person that is blood related to you and living in the same household and mm-hmm. who's younger than you aka we call them younger siblings <laughs> we have that like extra role 
one. Oh, but then I want to say that like, even though like sometimes I think it's very tedious to look after a younger sibling, but like I get really protective when somebody hurts him or he gets bullied. And I just remember when we were young, I was like nine and he's like seven and a half. We had a park near our house and we were playing in this playground and some kid, you know, those like playground like capes and I call it the fire hole or fire uh, pole. Oh, the pole, pole that you, the pole yeah, yeah, that you, yeah, you slide down. Slide down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude, this kid was like, he, my brother was trying to like get a grip because you need to get a grip in order to slide down, right? Mm-hmm. This kid mm-hmm. was trying to push him down the gap. Like oh, if you don't oh cling onto it, you're going to be pushed down. Luckily, my brother was pretty strong, but like I saw that happening and I immediately went up to that location. <laughs> Yes. I'm like, yo, kid, what are you doing? I didn't say yo, kid, but me as like oh a nine-year-old self, I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I got so angry at that kid. I started like trying to be scary, you know? <laughs> I try to like puff and puff. Literally, in order to scare people, I used to flare my nostrils so big <laughs> so they get scared of me. <laughs> Legit, not even joking. I did that a lot. I tried to give them the death scare. I worked on this kid, but like I got really protective of that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you guys have like these all incredible stories and everything, but because I had two brothers that I had to welcome. Welcome. Welcome Sorry. into the world. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I remember like, I guess my first impression of my older younger brother is he used to drool all over as a baby. He wouldn't like close his mouth. So he would have spit and saliva all over his hands and his collar area mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i just i knew he was actually getting all the attention of my parents because of that yeah as a selfish elder sibling i didn't welcome him intentionally but like he was just there so i had to just deal with his you know lump of saliva he would also love reading books and playing with my toys and stuff so with his wet hands full of saliva he would touch my <laughs> books and toys so i just hated that part as well so it's just a lot of hate (laughs) towards this kid that just had no choice (laughs) now looking back I feel bad but that was my first impression of my older younger brother and uh, two years after that my other younger brother came into my life and to be honest because I already had welcomed this older (laughs) elder brother I didn't necessarily like acknowledge his existence until my parents were sometimes angry at him or like because he's the youngest they were careful of him and cautious of him so at those points I'd be like oh yes you know I'm the eldest sibling I should act the role act the part and stuff but to be honest I have to say that I do appreciate my siblings and more especially because I'm away I think I just miss them more and just having them in my life you know I really want to comment on like Hans. I love how you use the phrase because I have welcomed another one because it really reminds me of a, like a younger Han looking up at her parents be like I have welcomed one already. You're asking too much of me. Welcome another one. Exactly. I have, I have deemed my presence on him. No need for another one. <laughs> on that lump of saliva. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah like Han was mentioning like I also realize that now that I'm far away from my brother, actually, it made me realize that we got even closer than before when I was at Mm. home. We barely talk. Maybe because we just, maybe we can just sense each other's presence. You know, there's a saying like, you appreciate it more when it's gone. Maybe I'm not saying it correctly. 
that saying is really emphasized by this example, because like probably he and I both realized like once I can't sense his presence anymore. And once he can't sense my presence, then mm -hmm. the element of missing somebody comes in. Mm -hmm. When I was in college, he didn't know like he could miss me that much, but he didn't know how much I'm such a sunshine as his life, <laughs> but I am. But, and that led to like us calling each other, have a deep conversation with one another, which loops yeah. back to my wisdom sharing. It's funny that you mentioned about the wisdom talks and, you know, having those long, deep conversations with your brother. Because for me, it was also the case. But before coming to college, my sister and I, I mean, we were close, but not as close as we are now. Like we would still fight back then. Yeah, we would have moments of when we throw tantrums and we don't agree with each other because we have like a six years difference. Kind of big because I would mm -hmm. be in high school and then she would just be entering middle school so she didn't understand the pressure I had of going to the right college doing everything by my own because I'm also the first child and my parents didn't really have any experience so there was a lot of pressure having to deal with all that and she didn't know she just saw me as this very bossy sister has an attitude problem and she didn't understand she's like come on let go like we can go out and have fun so that was like a bit of a tension we had there but after coming to college and we got separated like we're literally like we're in two different countries and different timeline then we start feeling like start missing each other you know there's no longer this other person who shares the same background as I have and I guess one thing about having a sibling is you don't need to explain to them about who you are because you already know each other since day one in a way that has really helped uh, during this time where I've just in a new environment you know meeting new people there are times where I just want to have someone that I already know that I feel comfortable with and I guess the same with my sister because she also moved into a new school that that really brought us together and as I say now, she's applying for college as well. So now she's having all this conversation with me and there's all this affordable therapy that I mentioned before where I'll just be listening. But I enjoy these conversations. It makes me feel important to her life. I agree to a point where distance does make your siblings closer. But I guess in my situation, my siblings were kind of my competition in a sense where we would compete for who had best grade in high school or in middle school. But now that I'm away from family, I feel like I want to say we don't necessarily talk more <laughs> it's just more of like even though we're doing our individual things we still support each other for whatever we're doing since we're so far away from one another like a long time friend like meeting up you're not too deep into each other's life but once you're together you'll always be like hey how's it going yeah <laughs> like, like that kind of like right now I'm back in Abu Dhabi I'm reunited with my parents and my youngest brother so nothing has changed it's just the same as old times even even though we haven't seen each other for I don't know like six months and everything's legit the same it's like I've never left high school I do know what happens in his life and stuff but we don't have this deep connection like I feel like Cindy and Angela does like yeah. you don't need to talk every day or like, exactly yeah. so now that we gone down this long sibling memory lane to wrap up this episode I want to ask you all this one final question because now we kind of have a sense of what our siblings like and what each other's siblings like would you actually be friends with your siblings if you guys weren't family you know would you actually walk up to them and be like hey i want to be your friend right <laughs> <laughs>
right yeah i guess my sister and i just imagining if she was a stranger that will walk up to her my well, first thing is like six years difference so i guess imagine her now with the past me in high school i'll walk up to her and maybe just introduce maybe we would become just friends classmate style but i don't think i'll be as close as i am now with her probably not bffs i'm probably gonna have opinions of her because she has her own habits and like my mom like used to call us we're like polar opposites of each other in a lot of things so mm. they say opposites attract but i'm not a big fan of that <laughs> i just don't need people who are like in you know we, we think alike or something like that so yeah if i didn't get to know her as their sister if i just saw her as this random stranger i don't think i would be able to i would judge her secretly but like okay <laughs> friends on the outside you know <laughs> mm-hmm. that's what i think it would be at least you be friends like for me my answer is nope <laughs> like i don't know <laughs> will vibe like he's so like enclosed in real life if he were to be outside like nobody gets to know the real him right i get to know mm-hmm. the real him because we are siblings and he's open with me but in real life or outside our family he's really quiet like super quiet he is the definition of introverted people I say no because it's not his personality is the issue. It's the fact that he's so introverted that we'll probably never have the chance to even meet or talk. We'll never <laughs> pass each other. So mm-hmm. Brandon, if you're hearing this, this is the reason why. Not your personality, okay? <laughs> Doesn't mean I judge you. <laughs> we, we're opposites, okay? <laughs> Let's clarify here. <laughs> Go ahead, on. <laughs> no, I wanted to mention because Angela brought up a good point of like how our siblings are so different when they're outside and when oh. they're with, just with family. I've never seen seen my brothers act outside of my family because I kind of left when they were in high school and they were trying to figure their identities out and stuff so (laughs) I don't know how they are like outside when they're you know by themselves but judging by their real self with my oldest younger brother I guess I wouldn't be the one to approach him I think he's kind of considered I would say the popular one in the school if I had to classify so I don't necessarily go up to those people and I would see him from a distance and I'd be like oh a popular kid but I mean if he approached me and you know we had a deep conversation maybe and the youngest one I left him at maybe because he is quiet but maybe not because he might be too quiet you know but I don't know I don't know like but judging by what he's like around me I feel like he could be the best person that you can ask for as a friend or he could be just the invisible like the quiet one that doesn't care about anything yeah well I guess that does kind of show being an older sibling you see a different side of your Mm -hmm. younger siblings some good some bad you never know but to wrap up this whole episode I would say it was definitely a very fun discussion and we really had a rare opportunity to like kind of rant about the struggles we have you know Mm -hmm. as firstborn child going back to the title of the episode for outsiders it might appear that firstborn are smarter I mean yeah the three of us will definitely try and admit that whenever we can but there's much more that happens behind the scene we have the surface pressure we expected to carry the burden we're the guinea pigs for everything new but we're also the perfectly imperfect role model of the family so in a way by meeting these expectations we learn to become smarter to act smarter there's also a very obvious argument that people forget to mention is that age regardless of what kind of relationship you know the dynamic we have with our siblings we'll always be older and that's a fact so sometimes that perception of being smarter is just an age thing and we just have a bit more time on earth than our siblings (laughs) yeah basically there are many ups and downs of being the firstborn in the family 
But it is also these experiences that add color to our own lives and form the kind of bonds we have with our siblings today. You start to learn to appreciate your siblings even more. And there comes a time when you realize that having a younger kin uh, has led you to become the better person of today, just as we do now. That was a perfect ending, Beach Cindy. I'm always amazed when you yes. end, Cindy, because poetic. it's so, so poetic. Yeah, it sounds like music <laughs> to my you. ears. <laughs> yes. But thank you guys for tuning in today's episode firstborn are smarter and if you haven't please subscribe like and leave a rating for banana corn and recommend this again to all your family and friends and follow us on instagram banana corn pd and come back and join us on our next episode this is us bye Bye. Bye.